0: Good afternoon, this is the Cotton Seed Update only for Friday, July 28th. Well, starting in Memphis North, old crop is trading uh, between 245 and 250 per ton, and new crop trading pretty actively around 250 per ton. North Carolina trading between 210 and 220 per ton old crop, and between 205 and 215 on the new crop. West Texas trading at $300 for old crop, and new crop bid at 290, offered at 300. Pico Oil Mill came out with their bid at 275 for new crop. FOB the gin, so that's the hard floor in the market between Pico and the oil mill, and that ought to, you know, really set that uh, pretty firmly. The resale market will have to trade uh, or bid above that to get any seed bought away from the oil mill, and it makes sense that we're trading in this 290 to 300 dollar area for new crop. The spreads are relatively locked into a normal formation here. We've got uh, Memphis North at 250 and the southeast about 25, excuse me, $35 to $40 ton discount. That's a normal spread based on truck freight and container freight. West Texas trading around 290, and so that's again a normal spread on freight to get to those markets. If you remember last year because of the drought in West Texas, Those spreads actually widened out to $120 a ton out of the Carolinas and $60, $70, $80 a ton out of the Mid-South. Now, since the West Texas crop is in far better condition this year than last year, those spreads are at more normalized level. Uh, so, talking about the demand front here, the dairies themselves have been suffering under very, very low milk prices. The July contract closing out today at $13.80 a hundredweight. But the good news is there's a big carry in the market, and by October, we're trading at $18 a hundredweight. So, that's about a 30% increase in prices and revenue for the dairies going into the fall soybean meal prices hit uh, a low during the uh, end of may at around 350 dollars a ton and we've rallied almost hundred dollars a ton in soybean meal since the end of may and that has helped uh, get cottonseed back into the dairy ration Uh, Not quickly enough, though, yet to get the old crop to move too much. But it certainly is setting the table for far greater demand for cottonseed from the dairies for new crop. If you remember, the long-term fair value for cottonseed versus soybean meal is at about an $85 a ton discount. So with soybean meal for October trading at $410 a ton, that would put uh, Memphis North fair value at about $325 a ton. That would put North Carolina at about $285. And that would put West Texas at around $350 a ton. And the reasons why we're not trading close to those correlations is that we've spent the last year, year and a half now sending a signal to the market to destroy demand. Uh, we didn't have enough cotton seed. We lost the West Texas crop. We had too uh, strong a demand profile and had to ration demand. And so that's what we did the last year. So we basically took oil mill crush down a little bit, but we took dairy de- demand down a lot. And we sent that signal with three and $400 cotton seed prices last year, and the market did its job. It's then, in turn, going to take time uh, to rebuy that demand. You're going to have to get cheaper than other ingredients, and you're going to have to be cheaper for longer in order to buy that demand. But make no mistake about it, we're in the middle of that process right now. On the other hand, uh, the crush market, which is the other 40 to 50% of demand, is also experiencing very good margins now. We made lows at the end of May uh, on crush margins and have skyrocketed now and since the end of May have probably added back nearly $100 a ton in margin for the crushers. We saw uh, that $100 increase in meal prices. We've seen um, a roughly 20 cent increase in oil prices, uh, vegetable oil prices. And so uh, right now crush margins are very stout for new crop. So the table is set for what will be extraordinary demand going forward into the fall. It is not there yet for the old crop. That's why we're kind of languishing at the moment for old crop. We don't really have a lot of seed left. I was hoping that this sharp rally in meal and oil prices would lead to a bounce a little bit more heavily in the old crop seed prices, but we're not seeing it. But it certainly is going to show up in new crop, no question about it. On the supply side, uh, we're basically struggling to try to understand the size of the crop. The government's at 16 and a half million bales. That is 2 million bales larger than last year's crop size but there are some very big open-ended questions number one uh, you know it looks like there's some acres uh, for cotton in in Texas that uh, aren't there uh, they they are showing a, about a million acre increase in corn and sorghum in Texas and that has not ref- been reflected fully reflected I believe in the loss of acres in West Texas we've seen uh, a big loss in the crop Plainview North That's That's the high yielding area where gins up there are reporting losses in the 75 to 80 percent of their crop um, thoughts there Uh, Lubbock South did get timely rains in May and into early middle of June got the crop in got it off to a reasonable start the problem is we've now been 10 days uh, with extreme heat and no real precip Lubbock South Uh, The projected forecast is for another two full weeks of 100 degree heat with no rain, so it's possible that we're starting to walk even the dry land acres that got off to a good start in West Texas down. So it, it, the trade is moving their numbers down from this 16 and a half million bale crop that the government's projecting down to 16, maybe 15 and a half. So I think the consensus at the moment is we're down about a million bales, uh, either between product, uh, acres missing or uh, you know, yield losses and acreage losses due to flooding and due to extreme drought south of Lubbock. What is not known is what happens if the weather continues to extreme levels uh, Lubbock South. If we end up with a full month of 100 degree heat with no rain, the losses could mount again on dry land acres pretty severely. So we'll have to keep an eye on that development. We're also dealing with record high water temperatures in the Gulf. We're talking about 95 to 100 degree water temperatures in the Florida Keys and and in the Gulf. Colorado State that comes out every year with their annual uh, assessment of hurricanes in April was looking for about 13 named storms, six full hurricanes, and three major hurricanes. Uh, Those major hurricanes are Cat 3 or higher. Statistically, about 40% of those make landfall in the United States. So they were looking for you know, a little over one hurricane to make landfall. Now, with this recent development of extreme heat uh, in the Gulf, they have upped those uh, forecasts to now 18 named storms, nine hurricanes, and four major hurricanes, basically upping now the ante to... Um, the chances uh, of at least two major hurricanes making landfall uh, a cat three or bigger in the united states private analysts have come in uh, with even higher numbers than that some are talking about 19 to 20 named storms which would be tropical storms Uh, 10 to 12 named hurricanes and five to six of them actually making landfall, upping again the number of hurricanes projected to make landfall in the United States at closer to three. So uh, this is just a development we have to keep an eye on. It's a fact of life, unfortunately, in the nature of our business but when you're dealing with extreme hot, extremely hot water temperatures that is a recipe for uh, making very large big hurricanes uh, we do know that they have destructive force the last one that did it landed in mexico beach uh, florida came right through cordial south georgia and basically took a million to 1.2 million bales of cotton out of production in a weekend So it is uh, something that, of course, I don't want to have happen, but based on the conditions that we're staring at right now, we just have to be aware of the the possibility of that development. So from a marketing plan, where does this leave us? Well, we're in a situation now where we shouldn't have a lot of old crop here left. Uh, Here in August, we ought to liquidate what we've got left take the 250 Memphis North, take the 210 to 220 Southeast um, and and, and move on down the road. The marketing plan for new crop will be far different than what we did last year. Last year, we were very aggressive sellers on the front end uh, because we knew we were in a demand destruction pricing mode. This year, we're gonna do the opposite. We're very much in a demand building mode. So we're gonna do as little new crop marketing as we can at these prices and let the demand come to us, build that demand in, and rally the prices in and through the carry uh, this next year. Now, you know, I'm talking about Memphis North at 250 uh, That would ought to lead to a reasonable carry and eventually get us back to that $300 fair value on stored seed. In North Carolina, uh, we're at 210-ish on new crop, and we should see a full carry next year, getting us back to that 250-260 area. And in West Texas, uh, we should see uh, the market trade around 290 to 300, and lead us to a full carry market closer to 350 if all these spreads hold. Um, if for some reason between now and the fall we end up with a price spike, if we if we take new crop values up $20, $25 a ton, you know, get Memphis North close to $275, get North Carolina to $240, $250. We are going to go ahead and bite off you know, some, some new crop sales and, and probably a touch of the carry market. Uh, we'll reward the market with that. And, and then in West Texas, if we got anything near that $325 for new crop, we would be sellers of that. I'm not expecting that to happen, but the truth is um, the weather still has a lot of volatility. Volatility ahead of it as it relates to the grain market and the cotton market so we'll keep an eye on that but for now the plan is to lock and load and hold as much seed as you can through harvest let other gins sell let them buy the demand let the oil mills uh, you know extend coverage with these record crush margins that they have Uh, let dairies come in and buy build that demand base up and then we'll play the carry market like we uh, like, which is a more normal trending market where we will see on average the typical carry market is in that 60 to 70 dollar a ton uh, off the gin run uh, lows so that's the normal carry in a market and we're going to play the market that way this year uh, that's the update hope you have a wonderful weekend talk to you soon